0: Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got a lot of tech stories from the past week, including such stories as Apple's massive iPhone sales. Can this juggernaut be stopped? We're also going to talk about Twitch getting even bigger in video gaming than it currently is. The end of Call of Duty story mode. We'll also talk about the BlackBerry Priv, although I can't imagine we're going to talk about it for long. uh, And a couple other really big tech stories from the week. We hope you'll stick around because Don't Panic is going to start for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 105, recorded September 28th, 2015, on Netflix VR, Dirty Diesel, and a story-free COD. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of... Don't Panic, uh, the technology podcast uh, that will look really great in virtual reality. I'm Sean Jennings, and I'm joined, as always, (laughs) by the uh, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully of technology. They're always digging into the X-Files. It's Colby Rabinu and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, what spooky thing is going on this week? Wow. Uh. I got a new iPhone. Yeah, hey, new technology. This is my favorite part of the show how is it
1: is it life-changing
0: uh no
1: not really (laughs) uh it works much better
2: the i like the i didn't realize how much i like the rounded edges on the screen which is the same as the the six because i often i use the gesture to swipe between the views Mm. on apps uh and that feels way better
1: uh three will say it's it's negated a bit if you have a case on it it's not Mm -hmm. as nice I've been, and I've been considering getting a case. Do you have a
2: case on yours, Colby?
1: Yeah, I have just the regular Apple case that they sell. I think it's yeah. fine. I've had it since uh, I got the phone in the the winter, and it hasn't fallen apart yet. Oh, that's good. Which I, is I
0: will. I'll recommend my Spygen case. S p i g e n. S p i g e n. Uh, it's one of their super thin. Uh, you can see it's super thin. Um, right. Cases, and and I've I've been very happy with it. Um, and I've dropped my phone a lot. Uh, nice. I, I haven't broken it. I don't like the big bulky ones. I think it kind of defeats the purpose <coughs> yeah, um, totally. of having a sexy, slim phone. So this is, seemed like a good compromise.
2: I haven't had an iPhone case since my iPhone 4S. Uh, mm, so. Interesting. That's how but my this one 4S is, got a big crack in it. It is a little <laughs> slick in the hand to hold. Yes. Uh, the camera's really nice. Very nice. Uh, the, the cellular service actually seems to work better Like when I'm in the bathroom at work I often don't have cell service And the Wi-Fi doesn't reach in there But now I have one or the other And I wonder if that's because of actually the iOS 9 uh, Thing where it switches Intelligently between uh, The cell signal Or the Wi-Fi signal Instead of always
1: prioritizing the Wi-Fi Interesting, that would be cool it could,
0: yeah. it could also be the Because um, what, what did you have before? 5s because i know they've got is it 802.11 ac is that the yeah because i yep. find my iphone connects much better than my old ipad even when mm-hmm. they're right next to each other so it could be the radio chip too it makes a big difference
2: yeah uh i haven't really found a cool use for 3d touch yet although it works really well uh and the new uh the new motor thing what do they call it the rumble pack of the iPhone uh, <laughs> works really well. Uh, but it's nice having good battery life again. That'll last for about a year and a half. and uh,
1: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty so, spooky, I guess. So I have a question about Force Touch. Yeah. What is it like? What does the haptic feedback feel like? Does it feel like it buzzes under you like does it feel like clicking like on the trackpad does
2: a little or bit
1: only a little bit all
2: yeah right. it's not as precise as the trackpad but yeah. it's definitely more precise than the whole phone buzz
1: cool all right i'll t- i'll accept that
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well, the trackpad is amazing That's some black that's that's scary that's spooky that's some black magic stuff
0: it is Now, what about, have you done any live photos? No, how do I, I read about that, and I think I have to turn it on, or do I just have them? I think it just does them by default. If you go, if you open up the camera, there should be a little yellow icon in the top center, in that little black bar with, like, where you turn on the flash.
2: Okay, opening up the camera, little yellow icon,
0: oh, live, yeah, I do have to turn it on. Yeah, and that would be, there you go. Nice. Nice okay this is this that is way. exciting i apologize for our audio listeners you're missing now what do time. i do Go I took it <laughs> I, I i would
2: can't... oh i long press on it right i i uh force touch it
0: yeah that totally worked cool can i send you the uh the live one i don't know i would you're welcome to try i don't know if you can play them on nine on none although it says it works on ipad but maybe it's the new ipad I assume you can play them everywhere. Yeah. No, but then how would I force Touch It to play it? I, no, but I they could it. send it as a video. I have no idea. <laughs> it's blowing our I'm, minds. I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. <laughs> it's one of those things you don't think about.
2: Interesting. I if I load it up in the uh in the messages app oh, there you go. what I just sent you, uh it works.
0: Alright, let's see what it let's see what it looks like here.
1: Did you send it to me too? I
0: did. Oh look at that, it does work. I just I just press and hold and then it starts to to play the little uh, it's gonna be hard to see for those of you. Did right. you get a new oh, phone? Oh I forgot about the peak thing. Yeah, you guys see this a little whole anime? time I That's forgot fantastic. about
1: peek. Wow. I didn't get it. I'm kind of upset.
0: And it's got it's got a little icon in the top corner of the photo that indicates it's a a live photo. You gotta find my phone. I That's totally cool. forgot about peeking at things. Oh, what, have you been just popping? Yeah, no, 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 I've just been, like, reading things normally?
2: No, I've been, I I thought I could only use it on, like, the icons, like, the selfie button on the camera app.
0: Which I know you use all the time. Oh, yeah, totally. Have you tried the selfie with the front flash where the screen, uh, turns, like, super white? Uh, no. Should I try that? You're welcome to. Let's see.
2: Actually, here, I'll use Force Thatch. Go uh, take a selfie. Take a selfie. Craig like Greg Federighi. Do the same sort of pose. No, it doesn't. It didn't really do it because...
0: Oh, was the flash not uh, turned on? Uh,
2: yeah. Well, no, it doesn't need to turn the flash on. I guess I can force the flash on. Hmm. Uh,
1: You're
0: beautiful in any light, Dan. Gosh. That's funky. Nope. Nope. All right. On. Oh, it did work. There you go. I saw it. Yeah. Neat. <laughs>
2: Exciting.
0: Cool. Uh, so, so far, so good.
2: Yeah, I forgot about Peak. I'm going to have to report back about Peak in the
0: future. Let me uh, let me quickly ask you guys, has iOS 9 been really buggy for anybody else? Oh. I, I'm having apps crash all the time on me. Um, and it I... did not happen before iOS 9.
1: I've had a couple annoyingly crash, yeah. Uh, I think Overcast crashed on me today. Or maybe it wasn't that. Something did, though, and I was I was kind of frustrated.
0: I had Google Maps but... crashing on me every 30 minutes in the car this weekend. Oh, and that's terrible. It was terrible. so annoying, and I, like, I tried uninstalling it and reinstalling it, and nothing would work. I don't know what it is. That's Figure a shame. I guess yeah. there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Right. Wait for the updates.
0: Yes. Hmm. Exactly. Alright. Alright. Well, good. Well, hey, we've got... This is great. Thank you for the review, Dan. Many. Oh, uh,
2: I also... I still haven't gotten used to the fact that it's so much bigger, so I do find myself trying to use my watch for more things and i've been pleasantly surprised with what i'm able to do with it i can browse my music library and change at least apple music Mm -hmm. and change Mm -hmm. songs for my watch i can browse my podcast with overcast and change the playlist or the currently playing podcast or and i can advance from there which is all i really need to do if i'm standing up like those are the things that i do i can use maps now with actual public transit
0: Mm -hmm. from my watch
2: so it's great the watch, yeah. I take my phone out less now that now that it's more inconvenient for me to take it out. And
0: that's a that's a good reason to get a bigger phone, right? Because you don't use it all the time. But the times you right. do use it, you're going to want a bigger screen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, good mini review um, from Dan. Dan, what's that you're drinking?
2: I am drinking the uh, not your father's root beer. Man, that me.
1: stuff
0: yeah. just blew up overnight. Yeah.
1: God, I had that this weekend for the first time. <laughs> Like it, it was, it was crazy. nowhere, and then it was
0: everywhere. It's crazy good. And, and and for the record, I'm the only person I've ever known who thinks it's disgusting.
2: No, I know one other
0: person. Don't,
1: don't you not like root beer, Sean? I love
0: root beer. To me, it just tastes oh. like shitty root beer.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. I would rather just it have a real like...
0: root beer or a real beer.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. not sure I would get this again.
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm uh, with you. But maybe that's
2: me.
1: I mean, it's definitely a novelty thing. I don't oh, know you, if I would ever drink it all choose the to buy It's it.
2: also a much better summer drink than mm, the time definitely. of yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll just talk about anything on the show. I love it. Um, <laughs> Don'tPanic.io is the website. Let's remind everyone quickly if you're new to the show or... Yeah, I don't know. You just want to visit our awesome website, don'tpanic.io. Go there, all the episodes, audio, video. We're doing it HD 720p, looking crisp. Oh, snap. I was watching it on the, on the big 50-inch the other day. It looked great. So watch the video on YouTube. Um, all the links to subscribe and follow us on social media, don'tpanic.io. Gentlemen, we've got some uh, tech news here in the rundown. Um, we're kind of between announcements this week. We had Apple in the past, Samsung in the past. Next week, we've got Google. Um, with their big announcement with Nexus and Chromecast and all that, we'll have that on next week's show. But we do have some stuff in the rundown. Is there anywhere here you would like to go first in terms of stories Uh, to discuss tonight? All
1: Uh, can we talk about
0: Volkswagen? We can talk about Volkswagen. I thought this was an interesting story. It's not the kind of story we usually cover, but I figured last week we had such a good debate about, um, ad blocking. And I said, I think we need another smart debate. So this is a little outside of our wheelhouse. We're going to discuss it anyway. Volkswagen, uh, you may know them as the German mega car manufacturer. Um, In some hot waters, here's the gist of the story. There are laws in the EU and in America and in most countries that you have to pass certain emission standards. There's also laws that when you advertise certain emission standards, you have to actually have them, right? That's called false advertising if you don't. When the EPA and other organizations tested the Volkswagen uh, TDI diesel vehicles. The testing equipment, the computer equipment, said yes, it's outputting X amount of carbon and, and it's X amount of efficiency. It met the standards. Volkswagen talked about it in their advertisements about how clean, uh, clean TDI was what they called it, um, that it was good for the environment. Well, uh, researchers in uh, West Virginia said there's something not quite right with how the computer's tracking these numbers, let's actually put a sensor at the tailpipe and measure the actual output, not what the computer says, the actual hard output of the emissions. And what they found was the numbers the computer said were frankly wrong, they were incorrect, and they were much lower than they were in reality. It has since come out that Volkswagen knew that in the software code of the computer, when it detected the the sensors or the the inspection <laughs> equipment being plugged in, it purposefully outputted the wrong figure to make it look lower. And as soon as you unplugged it, it went back to normal. Volkswagen naturally in a lot of trouble. We've seen the CEO get fired. Um, a lot of criminal investigations ongoing. They've put aside seven point something billion dollars in potential recalls, millions of vehicles, all 2015 uh, Volkswagen diesels cannot be sold. Um, they're still deciding what they want to do about the existing cars on the road if they want to recall them or buy them back or what they're going to do. Mini recap for you, but a big scandal, a company um, using computer code to to sort of cheat the system. I mean, gentlemen, I don't know where you want to start on this one, but certainly some very, very shady stuff. I was frankly surprised that and I maybe I shouldn't have been that the 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 only way or the key way or the or the most common way of getting these emission standards aren't by sensors measuring the emission. it's by what the computer calculates the emission should be.
1: Did you watch the 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 video?
0: No, no I, no, I haven't seen this.
1: so it wasn't it's not the case that it's asking the computer the The Volkswagen computer like could tell when it was being emissions tested. Mm-hmm. And change uh-huh. the emissions yeah. output of the car at, <coughs> at, during the test. Which was
2: actually a, probably some pretty uh, intense code to write there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They say I, uh, the the video on the Verges is, is, was a really great explanation of it. Uh, it's, like, two minutes long, and it, it talks about, like... So this was specific to their diesel cars, yeah. and it's, like, a, a, a specific thing that is on diesel cars. It's, like, a system that's a part of the uh like the exhaust that removes emissions um but like using it is less fuel efficient so so in order to get both clean emissions and and fuel efficiency uh they they only had clean emissions during the test
0: yeah it's, yeah yeah most diesels on the market have a separate urea tank and you actually add uh, a chemical additive that makes it clean and whatever and everyone wondered why Volkswagen was able to get these high standards without having this additional mm. additive needed and they claimed well we just make really good cars and it's safe and whatever <laughs> and we have all these things um. and it turns out no that's not true they just you know cheated
1: yeah uh, it is I mean I feel like there's uh, in recently there's been lots of very interesting car computer stuff mm-hmm. happening um, with like this and then the like hackers that yeah the stuff with jeeps uh where they could basically take full control of the car uh i don't remember the specifics of how they did it but like remotely they could take over your car and like disable the brakes and terrifying stuff like that uh so i i don't know it's kind of cool and or the <laughs> most terrifying thing in the entire world <laughs>
0: Well, and that's part of the question. It's interesting, and, and I did not know this till the story came out, but in the same way it's illegal to crack the code of a DVD, it's illegal to crack the code of your automobile's computer systems. It's considered uh, uh, protected under uh, copyright, believe it or not. So uh, if you see a researcher digging through this code, it's because they've actually cracked it legally, and they can be sued for that. And I was thinking to myself, maybe you guys have an opinion on this, you know. At what point do we say things like this, where security is such a concern, and you know it's such a an important thing when the computer is controlling the brakes and the steering and all of this stuff? You know, is this code we open source? Is it code that you you, you figure out ways to make sure that you know if someone had just seen this code, I think it, I assume it would have been obvious to see what was going on. Um, is that something I mean, you look at?
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe like. You know, moving forward from this, like, maybe that's the sort of thing that the EPA is going to require. Um, or maybe, I mean, I guess I'm sure they could do things to make it less obvious when when they're testing. Like, maybe do the tests under different conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is, it, I feel like, in, in general, there's a tension between like you said, how technically it, it is illegal for the security researchers to be doing what they're doing. Um, and I, I feel like every, every couple months or so, there's a story about like some college kid who like, you know, hacked into his college's computer system and told them about it. And then they called the cops on him. Um, it's like, obviously wasn't really done with malicious intent because he told them about it, but it is technically illegal. Um, so it's an interesting thing like how I don't know it's like the law I feel like hasn't caught up to the reality of the technology yet with with like what what it, what does this mean like what does it mean for people who are kind of just doing a good deed uh in a way um, but are they, like, is the law going to protect them? Should it protect them? Maybe it should. I'm, I'm inclined to think it should, but I, I'm also a little biased, <laughs> I think. But, I mean, there are companies like, other companies like Google and Facebook and, you know, the big web companies who have bug bounty programs yeah. where they it will actually pay people to find security vulnerabilities in their software, which is, like, the to- complete opposite of... of you know something like this yeah. not not that google and facebook don't don't uh retain copy the copyright to their their programs but they make an exception for this sort of thing because it it's it's very helpful for them
0: yeah and and you know it's it for me it's just a really stark reminder that you know uh, our cars our, our refrigerators our i mean everything these days is running some kind of operating system or code or program or software they all connect to the internet and you know to some degree and maybe this is a false sense of security but I trust at least a little more a company like Google or Facebook that has giant staffs of coders and and bug bounty programs and all these things and then you look at companies like Volkswagen and Nissan and Kia and it's like are, are, are they programming experts are they you know this one intentional sure but you know what happens when it's not intentional, when it's accidental, or when they do something like this but it breaks something else. And it's just important that we always have in mind that it shouldn't be taken for granted that these things work and that they're working properly. And maybe, maybe we've gotten too comfortable. And I don't know. As I say this, it sounds like I'm trying to be Mr. Scary Guy and <laughs> Mr. Be afraid of everything and everyone. They're all out to get you. Um, I don't. I don't think that's true. But maybe my point is that automakers in this example, but even other companies uh, need to take what they're doing with, with programming and and coding very seriously. Um, Well, especially we had an interesting
2: uh, conversation at, at work where, uh, and I, I think we're starting to see this more and more where people are beginning to realize the the power of programming, which seems obvious, but when you're there doing it, it doesn't seem that powerful because it's so dumb to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are most other professions have a code of conduct. Uh, doctors have to you know take an oath when they graduate, and engineers, like physical engineers also have an oath they have to take. And I think we talked about it, it was something like uh, like you, you are helping other people do good in the world sort of thing. Uh, but we don't really have that, and there's a lot of even pressure when you're graduating from school to, like, come work for the Department of Defense. Come work for the NSA. Let's make software that flies drones and bombs people's houses around the world. Uh, you need to think about those things. You can't just take a programming job. You can't just take that ticket off of the JIRA board and do it. Uh, you need to think about it a little bit because there, there are so many people there like not most of the company probably had no idea it was happening. Mm-hmm. The people writing the software for that car sure did, and none of them decided that this was a thing that they should do, and many of them probably, if you ask thought that they shouldn't do it uh, so i i I think just as we'll see this field mature a lot you know in the future, uh, I think we'll see that stuff sort of start to take off, hopefully, I hope that it'll start to take off too,
0: yeah yeah,' it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice ideal to think about, and, and it's something we should all all take into account. that's very easy to get sucked into something like this when you're working on a team and a company and a, with, with pressure from stockholders and, and, and all of that to, to, to sell cars and to sell a diesel car that can't meet emission standards, and so you do things like this, and um, yeah. you know, hopefully it doesn't set back computers and cars and electronics and cars or even diesel for that matter. Um, which when managed properly actually can be fuel efficient and can be, you know, good, good on, uh, good for the environment. So I don't yeah, know. I, a- Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I mean, I feel like I think computers, like computers and cars have like been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not a new thing. Like any lock brakes are, that's a computer thing. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah, but the line between let like uh, any any person is going to want to make an anti-lock brake system that works. They might mess up, but <clears> the <throat> the intention was that it does what oh, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to. Whereas this was this was did not do what it was supposed to, but it was it was okay. You could I could see how you would trick yourself into thinking it was okay. What you know? What harm can it do? Mm-hmm. You know, besides the all the harm to the environment.
0: Well, really, they're they're the the single biggest harm for them is is uh, consumer confidence, right? I mean, that's that's your number one thing, especially in an industry where you know safety and trust is a huge thing in the automobile space. I mean, that's yeah. people buy and and don't buy cars based on that in a lot of cases, um, yeah. and this is really gonna just do a, a hell of a number on them and and maybe even it, the car industry as a whole.
1: So it is interesting because I feel like there is a. A perhaps flawed, but there's an argument to make that this is it, what they did was good for the consumer, right? Because yeah. by by faking their emissions and and in reality having worse emissions, they did get better gas mileage. So like, totally short term, yeah. Uh, that is mm-hmm. that is better for the per- person who owns the car. Uh, theoretically, long term, it's mm-hmm. probably not better for them or anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the world but as as dan 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 mentions uh moral gray areas i feel like absolutely certainly a moral gray area
0: absolutely um all right any other thoughts on uh on volkswagen well we'll hope for the best for those guys um they're they're in a heap of trouble and will be for a long time um and taking down some good people with them. So, we'll continue on here in the rundown, gentlemen. Uh what else on here is is grabbing your attention from this week? I spelled Volkswagen wrong in the the rundown. I apologize for that. That's on me.
1: No one knows. I, wrote, I I I wrote it
0: like it's like you say it. Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell How German I am.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, we I made, I would have made that same mistake. I didn't realize it was spelled the other way.
0: Yeah. Silly Vol- me. Volkswagen. That was awful. Shame All
2: right. Me. Well, I think I think Colby's going to be pretty upset by this Call of Duty uh, story. No pun intended.
1: Well, it doesn't affect me.
0: Yeah, it only affects the people who haven't upgraded. Which Wait, is still millions. upgraded. Upgraded from. Uh, so it's,
1: it's it's. Well, we we can we should review the story first. But basically, the story is that for Black Ops Three, the next the next in, in our annual Call of Duty uh, refreshes is multiplayer only on the Xbox 360 and the PS3.
0: Okay. Yes, there will be an anywhere from one to four player co-op campaign for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC versions. But you right. will not be able to play uh... them on your older consoles. You will still have uh, multiplayer. Interesting. Which... Yeah. which it is is why i find the story interesting because arguably multiplayer is really the highlight of call of duty
2: yeah more so yeah. than
0: almost any other game maybe halo being the exception um where it's just it's what people buy it for so do you think
1: I, I don't know i feel like people were interested in the halo story more than like halo the all the halo series had like an overarching tale of master chief and 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 the bad guys Uh, I, I feel like, especially the, the, the last three years of Call of Duty has been so multiplayer.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, but, uh, that being said, as a person who (laughs) always bought Call of Duty for the single player, because I, uh, like grew up on the first two Call of Duties Mm -hmm. that were before, like I had an internet connection, basically. Uh I'm I'm really excited about the co-op. I think it'll be fun. I look forward to playing Yeah, uh, Call of Duty with Dan Dan and maybe Sean if he buys a PS4. An oh answer, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know if Call of Duty will be the thing to push me over the edge, but <laughs> yes, I would definitely play if given the option.
2: Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see that the uh the sort of relaunch of Destiny, Destiny had like a 2.0 release a couple weeks ago and then the new expansion got actually really good reviews and yep. the is supposed to be way better. Uh, the Game up. has changed completely. Really? So maybe we might want to try that
1: again. Also. Oh, but it's gonna require me shelling out for the. Mm-hmm.
0: the
1: yeah. The bonus enough. content. I'll have to excuse me. I'll have to do some research and okay. see if it's worth it. <laughs> I, I do. I do miss playing games with people, though. Yeah, it's fun. Been a, a long run of soloing.
0: Yeah. I, I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, oh, like, Sean, what, what video games did you play in college? And I go, I didn't so much play video games as I watched other people play video games, <laughs> namely Colby. Um, <laughs> play through a number of uh, Call of Duties and Assassin's Creed and uh, Fallouts. and uh,
1: We did share a room. All that, yes. Oh, my God. Fallout 4. Soon. We're, like, weeks away. I guess a month. It's going to be exciting. Right. November. Sometime in November. You're going
0: to go just bankrupt on new PlayStation games. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, November, it it's season. like
1: it's like every three days. It's like Fallout and Battlefront and something oh, else. Battlefront,
0: yeah. yeah. It's going to be a good season for games. Yep. Unless you're on a 360 or a PS3, and in which case, eh, maybe Oklahoma not as much. Call of Duty
1: for you, yeah.
0: And 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 hey, you know that that makes sense. It's not a good as good of technology in the older devices. What bothers me is the the PS4 and PS3 version costs the same amount.
1: That's not true. It says the latest the the last gen version will be ten dollars cheaper. I think they mean the previous Call
0: of Black. Duty or the No, no, the or last the...
1: last gen version means the previous console.
0: Oh, okay. And well, so that's it... I guess good.
1: It'll be ten dollars cheaper and come, come with, with a, a voucher, voucher for cheaper. the original. Oh, all
0: backup. right, all right. Well, I feel a little better now. I should read things before I say. This. <laughs> you gotta work on
1: reading comprehension. My Sean.
0: my <laughs> language my I language good. <laughs> um, very cool. So yes, yeah, so look forward to Call of Duty coming soon with some features depending on where you play it. Um, cool. All right. What else is here in the rundown? All right. <sighs>
2: let's see. Uh. Do 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 I've already talked about enough cars. Uh, oh, we should talk about the Priv. That sounded like a funny story. Yeah. Very Priv. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've. I know for a fact we've talked about it on the show before. BlackBerry Venice was the code name. Their android Power slider phone. <laughs> slider it's phone.
2: Is that like what you get at like uh like Red Robin or something? Yeah. It's like a
0: smaller <laughs> version of a regular phone, and you get four of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> with, with oh unlimited so it's the price. Amazon tablet thing. Yeah, well, yeah you get a four-pack. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because <laughs> you need four BlackBerry phones. Um, yes, it's called the Priv. It's going to be available um, later this year. No release date or price quoted. Um, they Not a lot of information around it. They just uh, It's called the Priv, which, depending on who you ask, I kid you not, at BlackBerry, it either stands for Privilege or Privacy. Mm. Depends I'm on your own.
2: I could see them wanting it to stand for both.
0: Yes. <laughs> um it says here Priv combines the best of Blackberry security and productivity with the expansive mobile application ecosystem available on the Android platform. I will also note that uh, Blackberry has stressed it's not abandoning Blackberry ten, which will be updated to version ten point three point three in March of next year.
1: Hmm. Um I'm excited about this because now for those of us who want it really badly, you can get all all the things you love about your your modern smartphone with the legendary durability <laughs> of a slider phone. <laughs> As a person who yes. owned a slider phone in in the days in the in the in the days of slider phones when I was like, you know, 16. Mhm it fell apart in like 2 weeks <laughs> it, it like literally just fell apart it didn't get dropped it just disconnected perhaps it, perhaps blackberry uh, will do a better job than whatever crappy like you know $0 <laughs> on contract phone i had was but
0: and they've done other android slider phones i know motorola had one at one point i remember um the 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 they tried him, and, and then the, for some reason, they never stuck The original around. Droid. Oh, the original Droid, of course. And, of course, the sidekick before that, which was um, not Android. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it makes sense to have a physical keyboard, but I, other than this phone, can you think of any modern-day smartphone with a physical keyboard? Like, I can't name the last.
1: I feel like there have been rumors about them. I don't remember a real one.
0: At least but... not for a couple of years. I mean, it's. Yeah.
1: I mean, I can see, like, I can, I can imagine someone, a certain, certain customers, uh, like, namely, like business people, yep. maybe, you know, like the people who used to have Blackberries before they had that. There was that brief stint where Blackberries were wicked cool with the youths. I don't know if that <laughs> happened everywhere, but it definitely had. Like when we were like just, I think when we were graduating from high school. It was like before the iPhone really mm-hmm. became a big deal, um, and like Blackberries were the cool. I remember a bunch of people at my school got Blackberries, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like, oh, it's crazy. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll work. It's it's it seems. I I can't decide if I like that. I guess it makes sense. I don't know. I was gonna say, like I can't decide if it's better that the the keyboard is on the portrait way or mm. or if it would be better horizontally, um but I think I don't know in the tradition yeah I don't think yeah, I don't
2: people, people aren't used to using phone's uh landscape
0: anymore,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: I think it made sense back in the droid days, but uh, not so right. much anymore, indeed, it'll be interesting well, to see if this can really save Blackberry. Um, yeah. Because obviously they need help, and hey, it is a differentiator. I mean, if you want a physical keyboard on your on your Android phone, this is probably your best option, if not your only option. Um, but uh, I'm curious how the hardware will be, and I'm also f- interested that they're keeping BlackBerry 10 around um, and not fully switching to Android. It makes me question, if I were in the market, what's their commitment um to supporting the Android platform. If they have one Android phone um, and a Mm. number of other BlackBerry phones, what's how, how's that going to work in the long term?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it depends on how, uh, like what their Android integration looks like. Mm. Um, like maybe it's just stock Android, in which case it's probably not, not, you know, a huge amount of work to support it. Um, but if it's not, who knows?
0: Yeah. There's still not a lot known about this phone, but uh, look for the Priv coming to a carrier near you later this year. Um, More tech news, such as... Such as... Um...
2: Is there actually any new information on the Apple electric car thing, or is it just... No, it's the same stories
0: from from the other week. Uh, Wall Street Journal says they're working on it, targeting 2019 for a release, going to start testing and building stuff, yeah. All right, great. Ways off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess while we're on the topic, uh, the 6S sales
0: seem like they're pretty good. Uh, (laughs) Pretty good, yeah. they sold a lot of iPhones. Um, <laughs> in this case, 13 million. Uh, they're calling it a record, um, which it probably is. It sounds like a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, of course, it was last sold. Last year it was 10 million. Right. So it, yeah. Now I, I'll say. point out uh, the 6s and 6s Plus were sold in more countries than they were last time around, and um, namely China. Namely China, and they think that's a big reason why you see that jump. Um, it's now Apple's second biggest market, China is, um, and the sales are growing three times faster than the Americas. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, and I
1: was, uh,
2: I also, I believe if you try to buy an iPhone even now, uh, I don't think they're especially supply constrained.
0: Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm going to assume that's the beauty of it being an S and not a, uh, and Not a seven or a six, right? Because they're using, I'm assuming, the same bodies and the same, uh, a lot of the same parts. The supply chain's pretty well set up to, to handle this phone, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Available to ship. I can do a space gray 64 gigabyte T Mobile available to ship in three days.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, um, Actually, I just I did think of a question, Dan. Uh, if you don't mind disclosing, did you did you purchase your phone through Apple's lease program or did you purchase it through T-Mobile?
2: I just purchased it straight up. Straight uh, up. Straight uh, yeah, up. I've never needed uh, Apple Care, so mm-hmm. it was I was gonna lose money then on the Apple plan. Otherwise, I would have loved to do the Apple plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just bought it, and you don't and you guess... don't
0: upgrade super often either, which is kind of the other advantage,
2: right? So I'm on a. I usually do every two years. Even last year when I, I'm, I was on the T-Mobile uh, jump or whatever they call mm-hmm. it, and I could have gone sooner, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows though? Next year,
0: it's I possible. can do whatever I want now. Yeah, and those phones retain their value <laughs> like crazy. Like as long as yeah. you don't break it, you're fine. Yeah, not, kind of good. Would. Good reason to get a case. Um, <laughs> Any case companies want to sponsor our program, but is go. just an
2: example of the fine sort of lead-in opportunities we have. The segues <laughs> are endless.
0: Just remember, don't panic. We'll sell your shit. Um, <laughs> no, my, my question with this article about the 13 million iPhones sold is, can Apple be stopped? What will it take for Apple to... I'm not talking slow down. Eventually there there I'm assuming has to be some kind of ceiling. Yeah. But but how do you if you're even Samsung or LG how do you even come close to something like this? Like is, have they just overtaken the market so much you just pack up and go home? I mean, well, they're
2: they're the most valuable company in the world or maybe the second most valuable company in oh, the world. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely.
2: And they're not they're not resting on their laurels. So it with that with those two things combined, it's it's pretty hard. Eventually the smartphone will not be a thing that people have anymore. I don't know when that will be. Uh it could be ten years from now, it could be fifty years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's the real challenge. But yeah, I'm they're not nearly they're not Microsoft like two thousand two dominant uh but that's fine. It's doing pretty good. I would probably rather be in their position now than Microsoft's in 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's going after Apple right now for uh, monopoly <laughs> antitrust. Uh, antitrust EU court judgments, you know? Yes. Like yeah. Google and Microsoft. But there's no reason to. Like, they have at most 50%, maybe a little bit more of the market.
1: And there's that no seems crazy though. Fifty percent. Well, it
2: depends sure, on what metric you look at. Sure, it's a lot for look one look company. At. It's a lot. No, no,
1: no. I mean that 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 is that actually the number. I
0: meant my that seems incredibly high. It, that might be the number globally, but I wonder if you break it down by certain countries. I bet it's and that's what regulators will look at. Is they'll look at yeah. the U.S. number, for example. Um, in which case I would assume it. Well, I don't actually know. I would say globally fifty percent sounds about right. Um, only because you have so many Android manufacturers, uh, especially in developing countries.
1: I mean, so I... This was a year ago, like, broken down by web traffic. iOS was, like, not even 20% of global s- stuff that that's we got to work. That's
2: views, though, but what about just handsets
1: sold? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about handsets sold. I have no idea.
0: So from an I article just meant people
1: using the phone.
0: From an article from June, sales yeah. of smartphones in the first half of this year, forty three percent of them were iPhones in the US. That's pretty impressive. Um, and that's sales of new phones. Right. So hmm.
1: yeah, that's pretty close to fifty percent. That's that's closer than I would have guessed.
0: Let's see, here's IDC uh, for the past couple of years. Let's take a look at this.
2: So it's even less than
1: 50%? Yes. Like, antitrust-wise, that's probably a good thing.
0: Right, and they're still making truckloads of money. Yeah, globally, in the second quarter of 2015, iOS was 13.9% of worldwide smartphone OS market share, according to IDC
2: that is lower than i would have
0: thought now it's growing um mostly uh, at the expense of android but not not very quickly yeah i think yeah. that's
2: fine i don't know you don't know, as long as you're making money
0: i mean maybe we just give them more credit than than they deserve and maybe android doesn't get enough credit i mean android has 82% of worldwide well, os share
1: i think w- w- worldwide it's a price factor
0: oh absolutely like absolutely the,
1: the, accessibility of, a, of like you know eight seven hundred dollars for an iphone here is a lot different mm-hmm. than you know seven hundred dollars for an iphone for someone you know who lives in, in
0: and they're even like more expensive overseas so world. yeah absolutely right. but then, then and how whereas
1: does... android phone you can get an android phone for you know like 10 bucks
0: mm-hmm. absolutely but then how does that factor into this 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 perception they have maybe that's it maybe it's just smoke and mirrors and and we we or I do because I really started this, but you know, I <laughs> perceive them as this like how, how do how do people compete? I've been watching a lot of football. It's football season. I'm watching a lot of football, and Samsung <laughs> runs ads like madness. And I'm watching them, and I'm thinking to myself, these are really good ads, and they make really compelling arguments about are they features. Actually good ads. We've they are. They're. I actually
1: this the Samsung Samsung ads. I've seen during this football season have been actually pretty good. Like, they're good.
0: compelling, and they talk about features they have that Apple doesn't, and they make a, a really strong case to buying a Samsung phone. But then I just think about it, and, and I just think, but it's not an iPhone. Maybe maybe right. it's got to be just No, it me. is.
1: I mean, I think the other thing is, like, while Samsung's ads are good, Apple's ads are also very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Especially 6S ads the, are great. Yeah. They, um, they,
0: they do a good job of summarizing the new features very clearly. Right, right. So I just don't know what more other companies can do other than just hang in there and keep trying to put out new new products and chip away at market share.
1: Yeah. I think if Apple continues adding, like, the new things first... Well, I guess they don't always add the new things first, but, like, Force Touch or, what is it, 3D Touch now? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there are any other phones that do that, question mark, or anything comparable to that really like that's, I don't know. I think that's, that's a pretty big new thing in a, uh, like a differentiator. And that's, I mean, you know, it's been a little while since we've seen something like that. I guess, I guess the last one was probably touch ID. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know if they can keep doing those things and keep doing those things first while also catching up on the other things, which they also do at a steady rate. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they'll, they'll continue growing.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think, I think if I'm Samsung, my question is how do you break people out of the iPhone cycle? Because yeah. I, as far as I can tell from the numbers, it's not that a lot of new people are buying iPhones. It's just that every year the same people are buying another iPhone. There's some yeah. growth. But I think if I'm Samsung, my concern is now that I'm an embedded Apple customer, I don't even look at a Samsung phone. I'm just going to get the new iPhone. How do you how do you break someone out of that?
2: And uh, I think Apple's play with the uh, the installment program is to get people to upgrade even more often because there's right. no penalty to doing it every year. Then yeah, lock yeah. It in. It's brilliant. Yep.
0: It'll be it interesting is. to interesting to watch. I'm excited to see the uh, the holiday sales numbers, um, especially comparing some Samsung stuff to seeing. The thing about Apple is they sell a ton of phones right away, and then they do okay for the rest of the period till they announce the new one. Whereas Samsung is pretty consistent over time, where they're yeah. just always selling phones. So it'll be interesting to see how the numbers match up at the end of the year between those and, and other smartphone companies. For sure. Um, we have time for one more quick story before we get to this week's picks. So if there is something in here you are dying to talk about, now is the time. There's no time like the present.
1: I'm going to defer to you too.
0: All right, I like I like Twitch stories and I don't know this Twitch story. Let's talk about this story. So, um twitch.tv, you may know them as the video game streaming service. Um a lot of cool features apparently very popular with the kids. Um yeah. Now, YouTube, uh, a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, we talked about on the show, YouTube Gaming was launched, where you can stream to YouTube Gaming, you can upload videos of you playing games, it's a whole separate site just for gaming, uh, within YouTube, that reviews have been generally positive about, I I didn't use it, but people seem to like it. Twitch announced that, for the first time, it will allow users to upload videos to the service. So far, they've only done live things, and then things that were archived from the broadcast. But now, it's more like YouTube. You'll be able to upload any video of you not only playing games, but of talking about games or things with games. It makes it more of a video site. Um, As well, uh, in addition, they announced that uh, they'll be rolling out a full HTML5 player... Um, And next year, Mm -hmm. they will be upgrading its search engine as well. Um, Twitch, of course, owned by Amazon. Guys, um, I think this is an interesting... I keep trying to latch onto something about this e-game, e-sport streaming video game thing that's going on. And so far, I haven't been able to. But, but, I do like this idea that Twitch is realizing that live is great, but only for some. And what what they think they need, I don't necessarily agree, what they think they need is is the personality side that YouTube has where you're creating whole channels of content right. rather than just <clears> a guy who streams games. So now all of a sudden you're mixing in custom content and edited content and, and, and self-created content outside of just straight gameplay. Um, I, I can see interviews could going huge. really well there. Yeah, yeah. And, and And then that's when the money starts to come in, and we talk about YouTube in a, in a couple weeks it's expected they're gonna roll out where you can pay for premium access to some of their top personalities. I mean, that's an awesome revenue stream. I'm sure Twitch would love to have where you you pay for extra access to content, things like that. but if people can't upload, you can't have the content.
1: right yeah, I think I think it makes sense for I think it makes sense for them to keep their like core market there like for their other stuff Mm -hmm. for the other parts of it that they go or that they they I would assume want and use Mm -hmm. and might otherwise turn turn to YouTube for
2: so Colby do you watch uh, anything on Twitch do you have you ever watched anything on Twitch
1: no I haven't I've only done I I watched the was it Twitch plays Pokemon Pokemon. (laughs) I I did watch that but Uh otherwise no
2: Missing out on all this free entertainment, I'm telling you.
1: (laughs) That's probably true. I only have so much time to be entertained.
0: (laughs) It's fair. Uh, Got
1: got stuff to do.
0: I don't know how some people do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's exciting. Listen, if I'm Twitch, I want to be the go-to place for video games, period. Live, recorded, commentary, interviews... Uh, exclusive content from video game makers. I mean, I, I want to be the go-to place, um, yeah. and this is this is absolutely an important thing.
2: Well, at that. E3, a lot of companies were streaming their announcements on Twitch, and that was hugely successful. Yeah. So that was like live news
0: mm-hmm. on Twitch, and
2: that worked really well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and I, I think I I think as a company, I I get excited about Twitch. I think they're in a a, a space that's blowing up and they're like the go-to person so um Mm -hmm. more power to them i'm going to be interested to see how youtube gaming um stacks up over the long run um against twitch it'll be a fun battle all right that's it no more news cutting you off cutting you off you're done we're done We're done. (laughs) we're done didn't get to some of these stories but i think that's okay um because we've got to talk about picks every week. Each of us take turns and we pick something we think is cool or interesting or we want to talk about. Sometimes it's things we don't like. Um, but either way, we want to tell you about it. Um, and let's start with Dan because I've heard of the other things that are on this list. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea what this is.
2: Well, shame on you, Sean, Shame because on me. I, I told you about it last week in the after show.
0: Uh, oh, so this is what, I, I, yes, shame on me. You're exactly right. <laughs> I never got around to clicking on that. Uh,
2: <clears throat> yeah, so I mentioned uh, we I'll let Sean tease this, or maybe I was going to go ahead and do it. Uh, we're going to try to play Dungeons & Dragons live on the internet uh, soon. So that's going to happen. Uh, and to sort of prep these, these two fine folks who have never played Dungeons & Dragons for the experience... I pointed to this video I watched a couple of years ago that I have fond memories of. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss, uh, an author who we've recommended on the show a couple of times, uh, and a couple other super nerdy people, and this amazing guy running it, uh, do twice a year a live Dungeons & Dragons show on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people at this event called uh, PAX, which you may have heard of. A gaming convention uh and it is hilarious so the one i the one i sent you is hilarious and then i caught up on all the other ones because i had like six in between then and now that i haven't seen my god they're so good and every they they have this nice like tiktok schedule so one event a year is just casual it's just them in like jeans and a t-shirt on stage chilling out like you would normally play DD. and the other one is this high production value like stage thing with fog and sound effects and lighting and they've got like the professional costumes and uh and it is so funny like i colby said this he's like i need to be funnier i don't understand how these people are just ambiently funny improv <laughs> all of this stuff it's so good uh the storyline is ridiculous but engaging uh the the players are the people i've Seen most successfully play D anD D, while being completely not serious about it, which is probably really hard to pull off. Um, it's really, really funny. It's called Acquisitions Incorporated. Uh, you can Google that. It's on YouTube. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss comes in on uh, in the twenty thirteen Pax Prime episode, uh, and he is my favorite character. He is extremely funny. Uh, very, very creative. He thinks well on his feet and they, they give him a good ribbing for how slow he is to write book three. So uh, check it out. Acquisitions Incorporated on the YouTubes.
0: Yeah, we'll have the link on the uh, Don't Panic website so you can also get it there. Dan, I added it to my watch later. That is tomorrow night. That is, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to get prepped. I'm going to get psyched. I am um, so
2: happy. I'm so excited for you to see this. I'm, I, I, I am excited. I think you
0: would really
2: appreciate this style because it's storytelling it's improv storytelling. You try to be funny. I, uh, it's basically stand-up comedy. I'm definitely nice... gonna
0: watch it. We're gonna we're gonna need all hope we can get if this is gonna work. So, um, <laughs> Colby, you've got something else for us to watch. We we all have something to watch. Uh, what are you watching?
1: Yeah, uh, I I couldn't remember if I picked this before. I don't think I have, but maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, but I I like the show Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is. Uh, it's that show that Andy Samberg's on. Um, it's on Fox. It's they're, they're like a police department, and it's it's very silly and wacky. Um, it is not like... I feel like Andy Samberg on SNL had a certain brand of comedy. And, like, there is plenty of Andy Samberg, but there is not too much Andy Samberg, which is fantastic. I, re- I really think it's spot on. Uh, it's, like, well-balanced and hilarious, and they just started season three, and I watched earlier, before before the show tonight, I watched the uh, first episode of season three, so, yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu. I don't know if it's on Netflix. Maybe it is. I don't... Maybe earlier seasons, but maybe not.
0: Yeah, definitely, you, I'd check on Hulu first, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, real funny, uh, real funny show. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Check it out um what do you have for us sean what do i thank you for asking no one ever asks dan thank you for asking i I have to usually just force my way into the conversation i appreciate you uh you letting me participate um i've got two things but i but the first one is a selfish plug as dan mentioned uh i've mentioned this on the show before it has never been an official pick this is the first time it's an official pick the goldilocks zone is a show i do with matt mariani and the two of us every week um Just talk about stuff. I would like to pretend there's a theme or a reason or a concept, but there isn't. So (laughs) each week we've done episodes on everything from breakfast and the ocean to things that are red, white, and blue. Colby was on our game show episode where he and Matt went head to head. We did um, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We did the 2016 election um, this past week, we did past two weeks. We did a bracket, a six, sweet sixteen bracket on novelty and gimmick songs. Um, do you guys want a spoiler? You want to know what we picked as the best novelty no, gimmick song of all time? No, I am.
1: I I'm, I'm like thirty five percent of the way through. Like I only mm-hmm. got halfway through on my ride home today, so you can't, you can't, can't ruin this for my me. My
0: lips are sealed, but I'm happy with the outcome, uh, and it was a fun episode. And actually, uh. After uh, tonight, so by the time you're listening to this, we're doing, we did a bonus episode where Matt and I update on the 2016 election. I think every month or so, we're going to do like a mini episode on how we think the election's going. So look for that too. Uh, Soundcloud.com slash Goldilocks Show or GoldilocksShow.com. Now, the reason I'm teasing this is because on this week's show, we tape it Wednesday, so we will probably be up by Thursday. Colby and Dan first time we've had two guests on the show and we're doing something special. A live playing of Dungeons and Dragons. Colby and I have never played. Dan's played some. Matt's played some. We generally have no idea what we're doing. It will be hopefully amusing. Do I have a question yes. in this. Uh, do
2: we need to buy anything? Because typically you need to have a book and you, like we need to create characters. And you need to have like you know, you want to have the rules that you can look at, too, so you're aware of, like, what you can do. I may or may not have bought the most recent edition of the book, but then that'll be my next question, is if we do need to buy the book, which edition do we need to
0: buy? <laughs> I, I'm going to give all those questions. Go, we, we have a little Facebook event. Ask Matt. He is <sighs> okay. running this. I have nothing to do with it. Okay. <laughs> I am the guy who hits the core button. Sean all knowledge. Thank you. You're, you get it. So, check out that episode. It'll be great or a total disaster. Goldilockshow.com. Now, I because that was a self-serving pick, I'm going to do a quick real pick. I splurged and picked up HBO Now, um which I have absolutely been enjoying the heck out of. Uh, go watch Veep, which is also great, but my pick is Silicon Valley, which I finished season 1 and caught up on season 2. Um I don't know if I know we haven't picked it. I think we've talked about it on the show. But um of course, the short yeah. version a, 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 not not really a spoof, but, but a comedy set in the world of Silicon Valley. Uh, these guys and this startup and, and sort of their story and the trials and tribulations they go through. But it is so funny. And I don't even, like, live or work in Silicon Valley, but I imagine it seems pretty accurate. Um, the acting is really great. The writing is super funny. It's by Mike Judge, who you may know from Office Space, um, among other films. And... Um... I just think it is—it's so fantastic and it's so funny and it's a great half hour, and um, I couldn't turn it off. I had to keep watching. So if you have HBO, uh, if you don't have HBO, come on, get on it. But if you do have HBO, go watch Silicon Valley. It's um, two seasons, half-hour episodes. There's 10 to 12 episodes per season, so you'll get through them pretty quick. Um, and it's a great laugh. And then when you're done with that, go watch Veep, which is also great. So th- those are my picks. We've given you a lot of things to watch this week, which is uh, which is good good stuff nice. well we'll be back with this show next week to talk more technology i guys i think we're on our longest streak for like not missing a monday i don't want to oh. jinx us but we're we're doing pretty good pretty well yeah. good for us i think
1: yeah that's awesome
0: it is awesome and Feels we're gonna good. keep it going we're gonna be back next monday don't panic.io is the website dan's giving me a look He's also muted, which is, I don't know why. Oh, Dan. yeah. There you yeah. go. I, I said, uh-oh. I just see your face <laughs> like... <laughs> no, what's going on? Um, Might be back next Monday. Some of us will be here next Monday. <laughs> to do the show, more tech news. Don't Panic.io is the website. Uh, at Don't Panic Show on Twitter. And subscribe to us on all the major platforms. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Overcast, Pocket Cast, all the major apps. Um, and on YouTube for the HD video. Watch it on your big screen. Um, gentlemen, anything else before we wrap? nope uh no keep it real keep it real keep it real um and and go uh, go check your diesel cars because they might be uh killing the ozone <laughs> um will be having colby and dan this is sean thanks for joining <laughs> us we'll see you next time on another episode of don't panic